What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And you always want to push yourself to do more, no matter what sport you're doing. Run faster, jump higher, jump further, uh, catch more, shoot more, score more, just compete. And, and life is a competition in itself. So uh, my drive is internal. Um, and then just being fortunate to have the opportunity to compete in whatever I'm competing in. Turn my mic up. For you. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. All right, let's do a Hustle Fam, Hustle Fam. Welcome back to another Truck and Hustle Tuesday, another episode. Um, today we have an amazing show for you guys, as always, man. I got my brother Ayo Epco here. Um, you know, one of the big topics that I get questioned about a lot, you know, in the DMs and so forth and so on messages is um, Amazon DSP, um, their delivery service uh, partner, you know, thing that they, they've created uh, with, through Amazon. So I wanted to reach out to somebody who's currently you know, involved in that program and kind of get some insight as to what's going on um, and kind of fill you guys in. So I got um, Ayo here with me today. Um, Ayo, welcome to Truck and Hustle, brother. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. For sure, man. So um, typically in the show, we like to get into our guest background first, kind of start out, kind of um, understand how you got into transportation to begin with. So let's start a, a little bit with your backstory. Um, kind of let us know where you're from, a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So my backstory, um, I, I do not have a traditional transportation or logis- logistics background, right? So uh, my family, I was born and grew up in Nigeria. I came overseas when I was six uh, with a single mother um, and grew up in Minnesota. So the Midwest, um, went to school, grew up and, and graduated with a degree in finance and entrepreneurship. So um, I always knew I wanted to run my own business. I kind of did that through college. You know, I hustled and, and sold magazines or whatever I could, played poker through high school. So that's kind of the entrepreneurial side of things. And I wanted to make money, right? So I figured I'd, I'd supplement that by having a finance degree. Um, so outside of that, professionally, I worked in corporate finance. I did some exec comp. So anything that had to do with money, I wanted to be a part of it, right? Because I was like, well, if there's money there, there's got to be a way to to acquire money for myself, right? Or at least learn how to acquire money, see how businesses move and kind of learn what the needs of what businesses are. Now with that, that's how I kind of got to transportation by identifying um, the e-commerce growth, you know, watching finances, seeing, um, you know, obviously you see Amazon stock goes up. Like, what is that? What is Amazon doing, right? So you start doing, you, you see that they're doing marketing ads and e-commerce and people are selling and selling and selling and you figure out, man, they got to be moving a lot of this stuff somehow. Um, so that's where the logistics and the intrigue and just perfect timing, I guess, uh, where, you know, that saying where um, opportunity and hard work finds itself. That's that's how I found myself in the DSP program and, and taking advantage of it and gone forward. Got you. Now, did you know anybody else in the program or did you know anybody else in transportation at all? Absolutely not. Um, absolutely not. The only thing I knew about transportation was hauling semis, um, 
and you know some people do towing but other than that i knew nothing about the program the program itself it's it's ever evolving right a lot of people don't even know how packages get to the door um but we like to keep you know our our, our secret sauce secret right amazon likes to keep a lot of things secret so even during this conversation there's a lot of things that i'm not going to be able to talk about and touch on but we know that there are business owners and there are people and there's a good opportunity for people to hop on the Amazon growth and help people um, receive that smiling package and keep the world spinning. Got you. Now, was this an opportunity that you kind of embarked on by yourself or did you have any partners or how'd you, how'd you go about it? hundred percent myself, right? So my partner is Amazon and Amazon is the partner for all of us because um, where they go, I go right and where i go they they go right more so the former than latter but uh no it's just, it's just me learning a lot figuring it all out um yeah it's, it's been a blast obviously i'm fortunate you know there, there are other people in the program that once you get in you kind of see and gravitate and see what other people are doing and how they're doing it because you're all at the end of the day doing the same thing just like any logistics company and then, at the end of the day logistics transportation you're moving stuff right people product whatever it might be you're moving stuff so um, but initially it was just myself Got you. So when you were first exposed to the program, was it just kind of you just heard about this opportunity and just kind of jumped in? Yeah. So uh, I wanted to I heard about Amazon starting a program to support veterans and small business owners and entrepreneurs, um, which is what Amazon at, at the end of the day is kind of built upon. Right. Whether you're selling right, a bunch of small business owners, I think over half of people selling on their small business owners. Um, so I knew that worked for small businesses to become brands and, and, uh, and do commerce and they want to do it with logistics. Well, if history repeats itself, I was like, I want to be on the right side of history and be on that Amazon train. So when I saw that, I jumped at it, wanted to hear more, learn more, knew nothing, learned nothing and just did it. Right. And, and as I'm doing it, you're figuring out more and more. Got you. So um, what were you doing prior to getting that as Amazon? Yeah. So I was in, uh, I guess I'm still kind of dabble. I was in corporate finance. So uh, I worked for a couple few businesses here in Minneapolis, um, some bigger name Fortune 500 companies and just doing um, financial planning and analytics, researching data, helping make projections, helping, helping people that get paid to make decisions, make decisions. Got you. Got you. All right. So let's talk a little bit about getting started in the business. Um, so you, you hear about this opportunity. What do you have to do first? You had, to, you had to research, right? You had to, you had to go through the website. You had to apply, right, for the privilege to be Amazon DSV. And once you apply, Amazon has a recruiting process, an application process. You go through all that, and they have some um, requirements you have to meet. Um, those are listed on their website, and you just you go you go at that pace, and you just work with Amazon, and they tell you if it's a good fit, um, A, and B, if there's an opportunity in your area. Um, to be part of the program, right? It's not like you can't have a hundred people in Minneapolis and then have 20 in Chicago, right? Or a hundred in Chicago and 20 in Minneapolis. There's gotta be enough of enough to support the program and need, you know, at the end of the day, you just gotta be enough need. So uh, I re researched and applied and started asking questions. They asked me questions and, and to try to make sure it was a good fit. Or at so least sell them on it being a good fit. Got you. So how, how long was that process for you to actually from the beginning to actually getting accepted um, and actually start doing business? Uh, I applied as soon as I heard the program came out. So that had been around the Super Bowl time. And um, so Super Bowl was actually Minneapolis at that time. So I want to say that was February 2018. 
Uh, I didn't hear anything until December of December of 2018. Like I didn't hear anything. And then I didn't go start going through the formal application process and stuff until March. And then I didn't start my DSV and business until September of 2019. So, Got you. you know, we're, we're looking at a year and a half between when I said, yeah, hey, this is happening. I want to be a part of it. Obviously, many, many, many thousands of people probably did this exact same thing. I don't know the number of that, but I know it's a lot, right? Because there's still a lot of people trying to get on it. And uh, a year and a half later, we started. Got you. So can you tell us a little bit about that process? Like the, I, I know there's like an interview process that kind of happens. Like just give, the, give us a little in, insight as to the process for that year and a half. Because I mean, that's a long time. You know what I mean? So I'm sure there's a lot of back and forth during that time. Yeah, period. I mean, yes and no. But like I said, there, there, there wasn't as much back and forth initially because I didn't hear anything for 10 months, right? Like nothing. Okay, I okay. Applied, I applied, year nothing. And then you'll then get the chance to potentially interview. And when you interview, you know, they'll, they'll be asking your background, just like any interview, right? You'll be asked questions about yourself. Um, and then you're selling yourself during the interview. And if you deem appropriate, Amazon has next steps that they, they change dramatically. But whether that's be another round of interviews, whether that's meeting another DSP, whether that's, you know, what, whatever it may be, you know, then there's two, three steps. And then you have to have the financial um, requirements that Amazon has on the website. You need to have uh, enough money to launch the business. Uh, Amazon subsidizes that amount if you're a veteran. Um, I think it's about 10000 and if it's not, you need to have at least $30,000 worth of liquid cash to support the business. So um, between interview to launch, that's... All right, guys. Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO, powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll, and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now let's get back to the show all murky and controlled by Amazon. Got you. Now, how hands-on do you have to be in this business once you kind of get started? Like any business, right? You, you could be as hands-on or hands-off as, as you want to be. Um, people are different leaders. I, myself, I like to be hands-on on anything, everything, right? I, I want to know. But at the same time, like you, you want to have a life. Um, so, but you, some people, when they start a business and transportation logistics is, is often more the case that you start a business and you're an employee of your own business. Right. Um, I, I like to not do that as much, but I like to be there to support my team and lead my team. So how hands-on am I? I'm probably more hands-on than, than I need to be. Um, but I think that's perfect for what we want to do and the results that I want. Right. So I'm in touch with my managers and my leaders and my team daily, every day, everyone has my number. They can reach out to me. Um, I'm there for my team. And uh, some people may not be right. Some people, you know, before Amazon started the program that I'm a part of now, they had big businesses, um, you know, multi-million dollar businesses, whether that's XPO logistics or whatever that or FedEx or UPS that did a lot of their shipping. Right. So I guarantee you there was a lot, a lot less hands on at that time than it is when it's small businesses, but it was still done. Right. So 
Um, does that kind of answer the question there? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. It definitely does. Um, so when you first get started, um, you know, do you get started with, with one van? Like, how's the, just give me an idea or give the audience an idea of how you get started or if they were to get into this program, what things will kind of look, look like for them after they get accepted the first three months or so? How does things kind of work? Yeah, I want to be careful, right, just because of, of what I can and can't say. And sure. not only that, but to um, set expectations that aren't, aren't real, right? If, you know, if, if you have the exper- ex- experience, expertise, the equipment, the knowledge, and you're ready to go, uh, no one, no business partner is ever going to tell someone, hey, hold up, you know. Um, now, you can crash and burn if you're not prepared, and then that that's bad for you. Now, as far as a lot of people, a lot of people come from different backgrounds. They may not really know what they're doing. So they'll crawl, 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 walk, and then figure it out. Um, as for me, we started with, shoot, I started with one person. We started with five people. Then we went to 10, went to 20, went to 40. Now we have 135 employees on our team, right? So there is no right way to do it, right? You either do it. You either run, figure it out, and don't do it, or you, you start doing it, you start figuring it out, and then you got your own speed. Some mm. people just like trial by fire, right? And you, you can do that, but you better get out of that fire. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about survival, just like any business. Get out there. But it, it it's always good to be more early than late. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to lie and tell people, oh, you'll have a year to establish yourself. Like you have customers and people that are ordering, especially right now during COVID, that need equipment, right? So you can't tell someone, hey, you know, we only do 25% of of what's available because we're trying to figure it out or I want to stay home on the weekend. But next year, you know, I'll be ready to to fulfill that, right? You want to be ready to go. You want to be a good partner and and get people what they need. So, um, So the short answer is, you can go as fast as, as you can go as fast as you can. I'll put it that way. Okay, got you. So um, you just now said you had a hundred and how many people on your t- how many people on your team? One hundred and thirty-five employees. One hundred and thirty-five employees, and can you share how many pieces of equipment you have with that? Like how many vans? Uh, we will have anywhere from twenty to sixty-five vans, right? So obviously we're closer to the higher end right now, but it ebbs and flows, right? You got to work with people's schedules. Not everyone's full-time. People are part-time. Um, yeah. So it, it flows. I think at the lowest we'll do is like 15, but that's the lowest, right? That's an, that's an extreme low. Okay. Got you. So how, how like as, as far as like a, like, like the dispatch portion of everything, um, is it where Amazon is controlling kind of like the dispatch or, or are they giving you like a route that you'd run? Like kind of, how does that work as far as the work that you're, that you're dis- distributing to your, your, your guys, your team? Yeah. So Amazon has proprietary information and that's how they, that's how they run it. Right. So my job as a DSP is to create the team and lead the team in order to support, um, Amazon's mission and goals of demand and, you know, and the, and the routing, right? So uh, every station or every DSV has an area that they will deliver in um, that may change from time to time or et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, the, the bulk of what I do is to partner with Amazon to accomplish their missions, mission. And they have proprietary information as to how that goes that I can't necessarily get into. But just know that Amazon is 
is uh pretty aware of of this running. All right. Um all right, so talk talk to me a little bit about the hiring process. How how did you grow how did you go about growing your team? Yeah, man, the, the best way to to find employees or customers or anything is referral, right? So you want to find people that are good and then you help you find good people to help you find good people. So that's been our, our biggest key to success. Other than that, you know, there's numerous, the internet, shoot, everything's on the internet, right? So how do I find people? Hey, uh, sometimes I, I, I trick some friends into starting and stop supporting me when needed. Family, <laughs> you, you, you can come get this trouble too. Come out, help me support. Uh, but the internet, whether that's Indeed, whether that's Facebook, whether that's Craigslist, Monsters, I think people still use that, um, Career Builder, whatever. Um, that's That's really... That's really how we're finding people. But the key is, and the key is for the transportation industry, is um, reliability and safety are the number one things for, for finding people, right? Um, you can ask anyone that, that works in transportation, reliability and safety are the, the two things that, that they care about the most and the two things that, that we struggle with, I guess, overall, right? When you have a route, whether you're t- doing a semi, you're hauling it from Texas to New York, if someone's not there in time to pick up that load and that load or that load is late in getting there or someone for some reason halfway wants to turn around and say, hey, you know, I'm done with this route. I don't want it. You just can't do that. Right. We, we can't afford that uh, literally. So um, finding people is the key. Uh, finding a team is a key. Being having good leadership, being a good leader is a key. And uh, the best way to do that is when you find a good one, take care of them and help them find other people because like anything in life, you know, people like to stick with people that are like them, if that makes mm, sense. Mm. Birds with a, a feather flock together. hundred percent. I mean, that that's the truest thing I, I know in life. Um, you know, they say your, your five best friends really influence who you are. And that, that's, that's true. You don't, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Otherwise you're in the wrong room. You never want to be the wisest person um, in your corporate office because there's some young buck that knows something and you're too ignorant or stubborn to learn. Right. So the, our team, our drivers, our managers, our leadership, you know, we might have different ranks, different ranks, quote unquote, different responsibilities, but our mindset should all be the same of a cop being reliable, being safe and getting the job done. For sure. Can you talk to me about some challenges that you had getting started with your business? Yeah. Uh, we're talking transportation, right? So maintenance, right? Mm. Things go wrong. You get flat tires, you got weather, you got inclement weather, you maintenance and taking care of vehicles, right? This is, this is a business where apart from wages, the biggest expense you're going to have is going to be vehicles. Right. Um, regardless of what type of vehicles you have, those things aren't cheap. Fuel isn't cheap. Um, so just knowing how to to take care of them and how to teach people how to take care of vehicles that I mean, this isn't your mom's uh, Camry. Right. Or <laughs> or or your grandpa's Mercedes that he loves. I and mean, he, he doesn't even drive it, but he washes that thing every weekend. Like it doesn't matter. Or this isn't your personal uh, geo retro or whatever. Like this is not people, these aren't personal cars. They're not small. They're not toys. And they aren't things that people covet and treat like their own is what I'm saying. Right. Right. So, and, and these things are meant to take a beating, right? You're using them all the time. So they will break down. Um, so I guess maintenance is one. And the second is just people, 
right? You'll quickly figure out who are the right people, who aren't the, who aren't the right people. Um, and then I guess the other is just demand, right? Like you have a, an obligation. You may not control what that demand is, regardless of what you're transporting. I'm not talking about Amazon at all. I'm talking like in general, like if you're in transportation, you can't control how many people want to move from, from point A to point B or how many pounds or how many businesses, blah, 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 blah. How many loads? You can't control that, right? But you know that once you're on the hook for that, you have to get, you can't control, you might not control getting a load from point A to point B or how many loads want to go from point A to point B. But once you have that load, it needs to get to point B by any means necessary, right? So um, the demand and just managing and planning and preparing for all the intricacies around it, you will learn. Um, mm. And you just got to prepare yourself for, for work. A lot of, a lot of people just don't, you know what I'm saying? So they just think that, you know, I'll work will always be coming or I can easily get from point A to point B. Nothing's going to go wrong. There's no traffic. It says it's 700 miles. I'm going to, it's going to be 700 miles no road closures, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you, you need to work and be, be smart. So do you, do you have like team meetings? Like what do you do to kind of prepare your team and keep your team focused on, on the goal? hundred percent starts at the top. Right. So uh, I, I need to at least act like I know what's going on. Right. Even though <laughs> I, I might not. So um, I need to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, this is how we're going to do it. Right. And then, you know, get everyone riled up, communicate that point I'm going to talk around in circles here is communication right whether that's via email whether that's using whatever apps are out there whether that's a facebook group for your team whether that's taking out your team to team outings and getting everyone good spirits so you're telling them hey by the way this is how blah 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 blah. this is what's coming up um so just communicate we do have team meetings um and we again if you have people that find people that are in the same group the same flock the same feather then it's easy for everyone to be in line and get the same same page. And I think um, that's one positive of, that Amazon is taking advantage of is finding um, people with strong communication and backgrounds, whether that's military or business leaders or whatever, that know how to lead and get a job done. Got you. Now, when, the fir- when, the, when they first announced the program, they were just opening up kind of like to entrepreneurs, um, you know, and you had to uh, meet a certain criteria. Um, and then a little bit later, they kind of announced they're doing a thing with the employees. Like they were giving like um, they were giving like $10,000 grants to employees. Do you know anything about that and, and, and why that happened? I really I really don't. Um, I know nothing of of that because I've never been an Amazon employee. OK, uh, I just know what's available. And I would think, you know, this is all speculative. If you're a big corporation, why wouldn't you want, you know, like if you're giving opportunities out to others like me as an employer, like I want my team, like if I'm going to try to come up with anything or figure out a new creative way to, to do a route. I want my team to be the first ones to do it because they've been a part of the success that's got me to the point to even get to this new idea that may or may not work. Right. So if I want anyone to succeed, I want my team to succeed. So I would say that is why that's going on. Um, and it's not like Amazon has a hundred employees, right? So uh, <laughs> what, what better place to recruit from than from your own backyard? That's for sure. For sure. Um, how do you how do you go about building your relationship with 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 Amazon? Um, you know, being being that top of mind carrier, um, you know, being the first one that they think of when they when they have new opportunities. What, what do you what do you do for, for that? 
communicate, right? You know, I'll, I'll check in, check in with my partner and be like, it's just like, it's, it's a relationship. Any relationship, you, you talk back and forth, you figure out what's working, what's not working, how can I improve? What would I like you to improve on? You know, do you like the way I do this? Do you not like the way, like, what makes you, you know, anyone that's in a relationship knows what that kind of sounds like. <laughs> and you go through it. And any business at the end of the day is a relationship. You have a relationship with your business partner. Um, you have a relationship with your customers. You have a relationship with your employees. So in all of these things, you need to check in on each other and communicate. So that's what we try to do with all three of our um, stakeholders. Got you, got you, got you. So when you say your partner, this is somebody that you pretty much communicate with um, through Amazon on, on a regular basis. Uh, uh, Amazon yeah, so employee? The, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out how the whole thing works without without you you know putting too much out there. Got it. Yeah, no, no. So, I mean, they Amazon has built a program, right? So they have, they have contacts, point of contacts or people that are responsible, you know, for, for that. So there, there might be someone to call for whatever, for this reason, so I'm going to call for that reason. And there are people that are responsible for, um, all aspects of the Amazon train. So a, you know, knowing who to contact is my job. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So if I don't know who to contact, then I can't even go about figuring out if I'm doing well or not, or, or, or pleasing my partner. Right. So I need to know who is, who is my partner. Um, and then once you know that, then it's the communication. So, uh, the point of contacts, Amazon's massive. There's many point of contacts. I don't know if you've ever ordered anything from Amazon. You know that if something goes wrong with your order, there's four different ways to go about it. You could tweet, call, blah, 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 <laughs> email. You could get a hold of someone, right? And it's going to be no different than any other aspect of doing business with Amazon, even watching TV on Amazon. Like they, they're out there. Talk to Alexa. Right, right. So, are your are your contacts all in Minneapolis, or do you have contacts throughout the U.S.? Like, how how do you in scaling? Are you doing business out of one um, distribution center, or is it multiple places wherever you kind of decide? Yeah. So, I mean, I talk to I talk to people in Amazon all over the place. Um, it's not necessarily for my business, right? Not solely for my business, but so I won't get into specifics of how it works for my business because you know that's amazon it's it, it's not the same everywhere and that's amazon's dealing okay uh i will say that y- yeah you you get to know the network right i'll I'll put it like this right Am- amazon is global so there's gotta be people all over the place that you need to talk to or, or know or you can talk to got you got you so i mean who 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 is this um this 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 um, partnership for what type of person? What type of person do you have to be to get into this program? Uh, I can't speak. I can't speak for that because, right? I, I'm just, I'm just thankful I got chosen. Right? <laughs> I, I can say that. Um, I, I'll describe myself, and I'll say that if someone thinks that they are like me, then, well, shoot, I, I'm doing it, so I'm sure they could do it better. That works. Um, I'll, I'm just an ambitious, hungry young person that likes working with people, communication. Um, setting a challenge or being given a challenge and executing it. And the number one is, is being a leader, right? If you go to the Amazon uh, website, you look in the program, they will tell you exactly what they're looking for. Uh, and if, if people say, yeah, that's me, then that's you. Um, this is, You don't need to be a software developer. You don't need any of that, right? You come, whatever it says on that thing, that if you think you can do that, right. if you think you can move 
something from point A to point B, that's you. If you if you don't think you can do it, but you're willing to try, this is for you. Right. Right? right. This is this is for you know people that just want. I'll put it, the program is for people that want that want the program. No doubt, no doubt. All good. All right. So, so just in looking at Amazon, like, what, what do you see Amazon as a tech company, or do you see them more as a, a transportation and logistics company? Neither. Um, I, I see Amazon as a global conglomerate, right? If you look at what Amazon's getting themselves into overall, right, they're in every aspect of our life. So uh, it would be it'd be disrespectful of me to put Amazon in any box. I don't I don't know what they're doing, right? Uh, Jeff knows more than I do. He's trying to go to Mars, mm. right? So is is Amazon a, a space shuttle company? Shoot, why not, right? Um, they have a marketplace. They do logistics. They own Whole Foods. They have a TV programming. So it's it would not be appropriate to put Amazon in any box. They could do, they do, they challenge themselves. They set up a, a goal and they want to make history and they just go get it. No, nah, that's that that that's for sure. That's for sure. So 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 you're in Minneapolis, right? There's a lot of, lot been going on in Minneapolis later, man. Just just talk to me a little bit about that. What you know, what what your experience has been um, in Minneapolis over the last month or so? Yeah, uh, and, and, and and how it's affected your business and and your life. Extreme, yeah, hundred percent. So I mean, being a young black man myself and a minority, you know, it's I'm directly re- and being in Minneapolis where. This was the what it was the word that people say the the fuse right the the fuse that lit the whole match and everything had been stockpiling on this directly relates to me um, so you know you, you see something you you experience life you see something and then you see the the reaction that everyone has um, and you realize that that's in your backyard right Minneapolis it literally happened in Minneapolis right I live in Minneapolis not St. Paul, blah, 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 like another city. I live in Minneapolis. It happened um, right in Minneapolis. Then you, you think that this is impacting people across all races, genders, uh, political sides for whatever reasons, right? I'm not going to go into that, but um, socioeconomics, this is impacting people. My job, as I've said, is to work with people and customers and lead people. So everyone, if you, unless you live under a rock, you're aware of what's going on, right? We have protests in the streets. We're in transportation. How do we transport things on the roads, right? And you got to think again, like I said about safety. So you do you you don't send people out to a spot where they could it could be unsafe or there could be riots or whatever. Um, you just don't put people in harm's way, and you don't want you know you you don't you don't want to add or take away in any aspect from what, what's going on, right? So as far as the business aspect, you take care of your people, say, how are you guys doing? You listen, right? How is this impacting you? Any questions? Are you fearful of anything? COVID, <laughs> right? Are you worried about your home, your business, your parents' home, your dogs? Right? You just listen um, and you just move forward and you find a way after you listen to, to come up with a plan to move forward. So we can all get right. So as a nation, right, everyone's doing a lot of talking and a lot of listening, a lot more listening, which I'm, I'm thankful for, right? But we're still trying to figure out how to move forward to heal, right? We're doing the same way for business. This is this is something that impacted us, impacted our team, and we're trying to figure out the best way 
to continue to to heal. Um, yeah, so it's it's a lot. It's it's only been a month. I don't think it hasn't even been a month. So we I don't have an answer. We don't we don't have an answer, but we got to work on it. Right, right, for sure. How 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 is it? What, what's how is it being a young black entrepreneur? Is is how how much does that play a part in what you're doing? Being a black man in business. Shoot, me personally, it, it's it's a, my fuel, right? Not mm. only a, a young black man, but again, like an immigrant, like an, a real African American right? African first, and I came to America, right? So I want people to look at me and look up to me or look side to side and be like, hey, he can do it. I can do it, right? You know, I, a lot of people are going to look at me and look at anyone that looks at me and be like, oh, you know, sports or rap or music or entertainment or whatever. It's like, no, you know, that right there, my brother right there, he's a plumber. He owns his own HVAC company and he does very well. Right. He's an electrician. That person right there is a dentist. He's a lawyer. Right. I love those stories of, of, of letting people know what black excellence looks like or is. Black excellence isn't just being an NBA. Sorry for the bells. Being in the okay. NBA, being an NFL, being in anything like you could you could do whatever. Right. The, the media and the stories and, and what a lot of people get too comfortable or familiar with is not that. So for me, being in the, the place to have the opportunity and the privilege and we're doing it, I love it. And we ain't never, ever looking back. No, no one's going to have an excuse and say, oh, you know, he was too young and that's why he failed. Or he was too uneducated, that's why I failed. No, no, don't ever get it twisted. Like, we're winning and we're going to continue to win and continue to win and continue to win within this, outside of this and all that. So uh, to answer your question, that's my fuel. So any doubters, love it. Um, any supporters love it even more. Actually, I don't even know which one I love more, but I just know that I love it all, right? <laughs> we're just going to be like a shark swimming one direction, which is forward, and it's not going to stop. No, I, I actually that. watched, real, real quick, I watched the, the uh, P. Diddy documentary finally, like four months ago, uh, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, right? Um, obviously, Diddy did an entertainment and, some, and a bunch of other things, too, so a lot of people forget that. Um, but when you watch that, that's the motivation you need to have. And that's, you, you asked a question previously of, you know, who is this for? If you are like Diddy, <laughs> if you have, you are like that, like you Energizer Bunny, you just want to go and go and go. This is for you, right? Mm. Um, so anyway, yeah, it, it's, I'm excited. I'm, I'm thankful and I want more people like me um, to, to do more than me. So that's, yeah, that's my motivation. Got you. From your experience, how diverse is the program so far? Uh, from my experience, diverse. Yeah. Um, shoot, I've seen people from all walks of life. So I've uh, communicated with people from all over the place, different backgrounds, um, different, different everything. So it, it's diverse. diverse. I mean, Amazon is, I, uh, excuse me, Amazon is a diverse company. Uh, I think every company could be more diverse. Um, but in order to have, you know, how many employees they have, if you have over 10,000 employees, right, you're going to find them from, from everywhere. Right. So I know Amazon has well, well more than 10,000. So diversity matters it is needed and it, it helps you get to be as successful as Amazon is. No company um, as big as Amazon or anything close as Amazon it only has one person or that they all look the same and speak the same language and do the same thing. So right. by no choice, you got to be diverse. For sure. And where do you get your drive from, man? Where do you get your P. Diddy from? 
Uh, shoot. Again, my, my, my upbringings, right? You have, a, you have a single parent. You come up in Africa. My family's very well educated. I'm probably the least educated person in my family. Everyone's got PhDs and whatnot. You know, or eat at the table. Like, oh, what do you have? I'm like, I, mean, I went to college. You know, I graduated, <laughs> but that's about it. You know, so um, just wanting to do more. And I, I guess it's just that entrepreneurial aspect, right? You know, I was an athlete. I was a track athlete. And you always want to push yourself to do more, no matter what sport you're doing. Run faster, jump higher, jump further, uh, catch more, shoot more, score more, whatever, right? Just compete. And, and life is a competition in itself. So uh, my drive is internal. Um, and then just being fortunate to have the opportunity to compete in whatever I'm competing in. So, uh, shoot. You know, you're competing right now. You got a podcast. You want to have more listeners, more followers, more whatever, more traction. Like everything's everything's in competition, right? I want to have more. I want to smile more than the person next to me every single day. <laughs> I want to laugh more than that person. And that person's laughing. You laugh more than I have on this podcast. And I don't like that, right? You know, so um, that, that's, that's me. <laughs> I, love, I love that, man. That's dope. So w- when did you say you moved from Nigeria again here? 96 96 96. yeah oh so you so you were extremely young so do you do you go back often i'm fortunate my family gets to come here so uh being in school it's tough you know you're going through school in nine out of 12 months of the year right so you you can only go back sparingly right because when you go back like it's not like you're going to mexico or canada or somewhere like i'm gonna go for a week it's like no you're going to africa you're trying to be there for some time, right? At right. least two weeks or a month. And with education, it's tough to, to step away and do that. So I've, I was fortunate. A lot of my family got to travel here. My grandma came and lived with us for a year and a half in the, in the States here. Um, that's a whole nother experience. And she's, she saw snow in winter. She's like, uh-uh, this is, <laughs> this is not it. So, um, no, it's good. Now, now that, you know, I'm more of an adult, I get more time to travel and see them and we get to see each other. But um, growing up, it, it no, everyone came over here. Got you. Got you. And you said education is super important. What was super important in your house? You said all your family, PhDs. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Um, you got no choice but to get an education. What else are you going to do? <laughs> you know? Um, right. Right. Kids these days have it have it even easier. They have it harder and easier at the same time. They have they have distractions and Internet and, and iPads and all that stuff. Shoot. You know, when you're growing up and you had Super Nintendo and Rocks and Sticks, you're either going to be staring at a TV screen and you only had two TVs in the house. So, and you had no internet. So you either going to stare at the TV, your parents are going to yell at you for using up their TV because they want to watch young and the reckless or restless, or you're going to read a book. Right. So you got, you got to be educated. And I was raised right. Um, and everyone understood that the way you carry yourself and what you know is power. Um, so education is very important. And, uh, I love Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, the least educated. <laughs> well, you, you're very educated for being the least educated, bro. So I, you you yeah, must have I'll, some brilliant people in your family. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I do. I'm, I'm sure I do. So thank you for that. That's dope. Let's talk about personal development real quick. What do you do for personal development? Talk, talk to me a little bit about your routines. Um, do you read? Talk to me a little bit about yourself as, as far as that's concerned. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I, tr- I try to read as much as, as possible. The thing, my issue is just focusing on one thing at a time. Um, so as an entrepreneur, um, there's some people that are really good at just honing in on something and and never letting it go. Um, or you could be more like a Thomas Edison 
where you have like 150 patents, 200 patents, whatever it might be, 100 ideas, and you're getting other people to kind of chip in on them and you're all over the place. Um, for me, I'm more of the Edison vibe where like I, I, I love goals and I set goals. And I want to do them all. But then as I'm taking a goal, it's like, man, that looks good over there. Like, okay, how can I do this and do that and multitask? So a routine for that I need to improve on and I'm working on is how to step back, um, pause, legitimately pause, think and say, okay, prioritize which one is, is which. I, I'm not saying I'm terrible at it, but I think it's something we can all improve on. So whether that's reading, like reading one article and in the middle, you know, something pops up in today's world, right, where media, everything's popping up all the time. You Oh, look at this, like this, this, blah, 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 right. blah, you know, right. right? Kylie Kylie Jenner is a billionaire now. Now she's not a billionaire. What? I just spent two hours reading that she's a billionaire and how <laughs> smart she was. And now she's not. Now you don't know, right? So right. Yeah, figuring out what to actually read, listen to, and, and do that. Um, and then prioritizing and then taking the time to just relax. You can only go, go, go so much. Um, so, so combination of those two. And, you know, bringing it back to something I said earlier, you have to have the right people around you. Um, my closest friends, they're entrepreneurs in their own right. Or even if they don't run their own business, like they they have their own goals, right? They want to be the best lawyer. I don't know. They want to be the best teacher. They want they want to be the, the best makeup artist. It doesn't matter, right? They are competitive driven and they know what they want. So you got to surround yourself with people that know what they want. You might not all want the same thing, but shoot, they know they want it. They'll be like, hey, what are you doing today? I don't know. That's not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to know. So surround yourself with people that are like-minded. I'm I'm fortunate to have that. Um, Grow up with a good group of friends. We all went our separate ways and still are close. Um, So a combination of those kind of things. Got you. So you said you had the kind of Thomas Edison vibe where you're all over the place. What are some other things that interest you? Aside from transportation and logistics. Oh, man. Real estate's great. Um, in second grade, I did a, a, a school project on, on Rockefeller. Uh, I didn't even know who it was. I think they just gave me Rockefeller, right? So, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. They gave me Rockefeller. You, you realize that, oh, J.D. Rockefeller was the richest man in the world. How did he do it? Oil, transportation, right? But then he also had real estate and he didn't, went on to be a philanthropist. So, um, real estate, everyone will always say is, you know, the get rich slowly scheme. Um, I watch a lot of HGTV, so I love real estate. Um, internet, like I, I love, I love how quickly our world has changed in the last 10 years. So that fascinates me. And, you know, I remember being on Yahoo in like 2001 and then the internet's progressed it's become faster, blah, 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 blah. But there's always been websites, right? So I missed the dot-com boom. But we had smartphones when I was in high school and being able to put the Internet and power in our in our palm has catapulted business all around. So you got to figure out, OK, what has made Google and any company that you like Netflix, how have they transform themselves. And I'm interested in that. Right. If I see people doing something that's work like someone has transformed themselves. Right. You know, I'm going to figure out how they transform themselves so I could I could do that. Netflix used to rent out. Uh, used to compete with Blockbuster, blah, blah, blah. I used to rent out uh, actual physical DVDs. I think even VHS, I don't, you know, probably not. I don't know. But now if you go to Netflix, how many people even know that that's how they started out? Right, you know, how many right. kids know, right? Netflix is a streaming service. You say streaming, and everyone knows what streaming is now, but no one knows that 10 years ago, streaming 
streaming was new. <laughs> right. 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 Streaming was streaming was like the free feature of Netflix. Netflix would charge you, upsell you on how many DVDs you can have at a time. Oh, you can stream as much as you want. Now you can't even get a DVD from Netflix. That's a right. T-Mobile, Verizon, all these other companies, you just you used to pay for minutes. And you'd have you had free internet. Now it's the opposite. Hey, you can have as many minutes as you want. Right. Texting. We, we used now to pay for ringtones, remember? Remember we Correct. Pay, yeah. <laughs> pay for ringtones? Call back, ringtones, <laughs> call back. You spend two ninety nine. So when people called you, they heard something. Like, what? Right? <laughs> right. Now we don't even talk on the phone. But but people made money selling those ringback tones. People make money on those on those ringtones. Um, and then all these people realize that no one's texting or calling. Sorry, no one's calling as much. You know, let's let's start let's start charging for text. And now it's not even worth charging ten cents per text. These people are all on the internet, so let's charge them all for the data. And then it's like data becomes so. Anyway, I'm going into circles. But well, what interests me <laughs> yeah. is seeing like what is what's working, what's changing the world, right? Um, in transportation right now, I'm, I'm highly interested in in how the transportation world is going to change. Is that autonomous vehicles uh, for personal vehicles, or is that and or is that for commercial? If there's less cars on the road, you know, how is that a benefit for transportation? Stuff is never going to stop being moved from point A to point B ever, but the method of how it gets moved will change. I don't know how that's going to change, but I need to be ready for when that change comes. I want to be on the right side of it. So I'm going to pay attention to Tesla's and and whoever else are, are out there. Um, I'm going to pay attention to every piece of information I see out there in any trend I'm going to pay attention to. And that interests me. Gotcha. I don't want to be block, blockbuster, I guess. <laughs> now nah, you definitely don't want to be blockbuster with one spot still standing. You know what I'm saying? On one leg. <laughs> What 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 CEOs do you look up to? Uh, Elon, I like I like Elon a lot. Uh, I mean Warren Buffett, obviously, just because you know he's the he's he's a good example. We just talked about you know looking out for trends and adapting and, and riding those trends. And, and yes, has Berkshire done that? Yes, but he also has his bread and butter that he hasn't strayed away from. Blue mm. chip stocks, this works. So if you know a good recipe. Uh, if you're a cook, you know, a good recipe, you don't need to change it just because everyone is going to um, plant based meat. Right. People are always going to eat meat for right or wrong. You know that. So just keep selling your hamburger. Make sure that recipe is good. So that's a Warren Buffett way. Whereas Elon is saying, hey, there's a different way we could try this and no one's ever thought of. Boom, 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 boom. Let's try that. So um, that's the CEO. Um, I look up to to any black executive. Mm. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> right. Like, I, no, so what I mean is like, I don't, I don't need to know of them before. Right. I'll see. Like, oh, black executive. What's his background? Where is he from? Oh, he went to Morehouse. He went to this, you know, like how did they get to a place where there aren't that many of us at? Right. And once they get there, what are some opportunities that, well, what are some barriers that they're experiencing now that they're there? Right. I know the experiences of, of not being there. Right. I want to get there at some point. So let me learn by them. You know, what are these things? I don't know what it's like to to be Bill Gates or some of these other people where, you know, you've been rich or your family's well, you know, to help you get there. That's not a knock to them, but that's not me. Right. So I need to learn through other people's problems. And when they have million millionaire problems, like I want to be a millionaire. OK, cool. What's what's that issue? You're a billionaire. You're a black billionaire. OK, what what was that look like? Because it doesn't disappear. 
you know, your skin tone doesn't disappear. Um, so anyway, that, does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm for, looking at everyone. But for Jay Z sure. and LeBron, they're not CEOs, but best believe I'm looking at every single thing that they're doing. Right? LeBron's got Spring Hill Entertainment. LeBron is one of the, the my favorite business people to look at, and he plays sports as a side hobby. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So that so that kind of brings me to another question. What what is your view? Because you're college you college educated. What's your view on um, education, traditional education, um, four year colleges, as opposed to that self education route, because that that's a big discussion now. Do you need to go? To, do you need to go to college? And if you do, why? No. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, you do not need to college. You do not need to go to college. Uh, it's not bad to go to college. I don't think it'll hurt you. Like college can only be a plus. Um, but you know, self education is the most important thing. A lot of us don't. A lot of us, I mean, everyone, this isn't just a, a race thing now. You know, a lot of us don't have the opportunity to um, have the resources to self-educate. So that's why school, whether it's public school, private school, high school or whatever, is good. Right. It, the number one thing anyone can do is find a mentor. Right. So if, if you just like I'm saying, I see someone that looks like me and they're doing something that I would like to do. You see someone go to them and, and figure it out. That's education. Life is the biggest educator in the world, right? You go to anyone that's done the MBA or went to college, you ask them, hey, what, you know, that fifth class you took sophomore year about art history, what did you learn? Probably can't tell you or econ or whatever, but they learn through their, their friend group, a lot of life, you grow up, life lessons, and you get to know some things, but it's by practice and exposure. So um, do you need college? No. Does college help? Yeah right? But it helps you by surrounding yourself with the right people and the right mentors and teachers, um, professors, and being like, hey, I really want to know this. You know, going back to that plumber, that electrician, that businessman, that grocer, whatever. You want to do that? They're doing it, right? You know, as a kid, you 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 see your grandparents and your parents. You sit down. I'm telling you right now, anyone listening to this, you want to know something? Go talk to your grandparents. Ask them anything, don't ask them anything. Just listen. You'll learn something. Guarantee it. Um, now, as it comes to the transportation industry or business, just sit down with someone and talk. Because one thing I've learned is the older and more successful people get, the more they like to talk about themselves. Because then you start getting bored and you start looking at doing other things. I'm not bored yet. So you can talk to me all you want. I will listen. I'll just sit there like, yeah. And then you did what? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, what's next? You know. And then when you got there, how did that go? Where did you mess up? Oh, don't do this. Oh, shoot, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So um, there, there are a lot of opportunities, especially with the internet, to not need to go to school. There are trades that people need that a lot of people aren't doing. Transportation, no one needs to tell you how to drive a car. Well, let me take that back. Right. You should, you should make sure you can drive a car. Right. But you don't need to go to college in order to, to drive to, to drive a, a car. Right. You get CDL. There's licensures and stuff like that. But you don't need to go to college for that. Right. Exposure. Practice. Internet. Boom. Dope. Dope. I love it. So you just now talked about mentorship. Um, you, you have mentors, I'm sure. Um, yes. Unfortunately. T- talk to me about a, a a time that you could think of where your mentor saved saved, saved you some money, saved you some headache, um, just something that you, uh, uh, some insight a mentor yours gave you that kind of helped you. Yeah, um, uh, I had a discussion Wednesday 
right? Grab some ice cream because it was hot. We rolled over to a, a, a old professor's place. And you don't have to talk about business. You, you talk about life, but it's applicable to business, right? So he's, hey, how's work? Blah, blah, blah. blah. So, oh, you know, I'm doing this, busy. This is the challenges. And it's like, you know, with all that, you got to keep your mind on yourself, right? You can't just be thinking about business, whether that's real estate, um, transportation, whatever. Like, how are you doing? You know, that's everyone always asks, how are you doing, right? And you tell them, like, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. But when someone asks you, like, how are you doing um, physically, emotionally, mentally, blah, 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 you take a pause and, like, you know, well, let me check in on that. You know, like, uh, you know, I can sleep a little bit more. I'm not eating that well. Now, does that directly relate to money? Short term, no. Like you thinking about yourself and your wealth or health um, and self is not money, but long term, that is right. You take care of yourself, right? If I if I'm too sick to go in and lead my team, my team's performance is going to come down, right? If I'm not if if I'm not thinking about my own self, what makes me think I can think about my team self? You know what I'm saying? Um, so so every time you talk to someone, just listen. Like, hey, that's a good question you asked me. These questions you're asking me right now, best believe I'm gonna go ask somebody else, right? To get their to get their responses. And when they gave me a response, I'd be like, oh, it's a little different than what I would have said or what I said. You know, why is that? So mm. yeah, so that that's a good thing about uh, you know, mentors. And I think, you know, most recent that's that's that. But specific to transportation, you know, you know, looking at someone that's done it and figuring out maintenance. You know, how how should I plan for maintenance? I'm no mechanic. You know, what are some things that are going to go wrong? What has gone wrong for you? You listen and you say, okay, if that happens, blah, 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 this is what they did. And it either worked or it didn't work. So um, that was one of the first questions I asked people is like, so what happens if you get a flat tire? What do you mean what happens? You know, because if I didn't ask the question, I just assume, oh, I got a flat tire. Um, let's just call it a day on that one. It's like, no, <laughs> you figure out how to continue that. Someone else has come, changes the tire. You call this, blah, blah, blah. Here's the contact for that. And it's how you get it done. So yeah, you ask questions um, to everyone. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Dope. So, um, I, I guess in, 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 in growing your business, where do you see yourself kind of in the next couple years with Amazon? I mean, do you want to grow this thing out to be a, uh, 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 a thousand van conglomerate. Like what, what do you, what do you, what's your vision for this business that you've created? You know, uh, my, my vision is to, to continue to be the best partner I can with Amazon because like I, like I've seen in the marketplace and e-commerce, if you do well with a good partner that grows, you'll do well together. Right. So I want to support the ecosystem. I have no goals, no benchmarks as to how high or high. Well, I know I don't want to go, low right but i just i just want to continue doing and learning um so in five seven years i don't i don't know where i'll be i I don't know where transportation will be right i don't know how vehicles in general will be but i know that as if i wake up every day with the same attitude and same hunger um i'll be ready for the next day and if i'm always ready for the next day i'm not going to be caught with any surprises and five years or seven years from now i'll be wherever i want to be where i need to be um but hopefully at that same time the point is what i really really want is that there's another me like mm. a younger me or or more of me because i know that here here's the easiest answer 
if five years from now, if there's two more AOs, right, I'm good. Or if there's if, if if there's at least one more, I'm good. And the more of me there are, that means that I'm doing something right. Right. So um, if I could lead 10 more people that are equally as successful or hunger or doing better than I am right now, then that means, shoot, I must have gone forward somehow. Right. Otherwise, I'm letting these young bucks take take me over. So that's the competitive spirit. It's like I don't want hey, I want I want you to do well. If you're doing well, I don't want you to overpass me. So, you know, um, Iron sharpens iron, I guess. Gotcha. You have you have any kids? No, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. He no. said, no, no, not <laughs> yet. Don't wish that on me. No, no ne- nephew, right. nephews, nieces. Yeah, I'm I'm uncle number one out here. So okay. Um, what 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 do you what do you tell them? What how, how are you preparing them for for this 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 world and, and entrepreneurship? Are you are you communicating any of this knowledge that you have to them? now yeah I'll, i always try I always try to have them challenge themselves to to see things not the way things or people want them to to see them you know you want to buy something why do you want to buy that you know do you want to buy that because you saw a commercial and someone told you to buy that or do you want to buy that who makes that where does it come from could you get it cheaper um you know like just just think think critically ask questions and hey i'm african listen to your parents <laughs> listen to your parents so that's why I, that's the number one thing as a matter of fact, listen to me, right? I'm I'm uncle now, right? right. So I, I've gotten a little bit of, you know, respect to my name. So I don't have to go do all the little chores anymore, but you need to, right? So when you're a kid, people tell you, oh, go grab this, go do this, help me out with this, go grab the groceries, blah, 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 blah. And you think like you're just running errands, right? But you don't understand that you need to, you need to start somewhere, right? So yeah, I, I make my little nieces and nephews, I put them to work. <laughs> I put them to work. Um, Cause I know that at some point they'll be like me and they'll understand why you're putting them to work and they were learning um, and they'll do the same thing and they were listening. Um, so then they don't have to do that little work anymore, but they're proud that they did do it so they can get it. Got you. Got you. Are, are, are you enjoying yourself in business, man? Uh, yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. There, there are many there's many episodes of, of business, right? And it, no one that is successful or wants to be successful is going to wake up and be like, man, I love it every single day. No athlete that has competed at any stage, the highest stage has been like, man, I love practice. <laughs> I, I, you're talking about practice, right? Hey, I'm talking about practice. No, right. You hate it. But what makes you, what sets you apart is, the challenge, a the, the first challenge with yourself to go to practice. And then once you get to practice, say, well, I'm here. Might as well challenge and get better. Either my teammates, and then you get to a game like, shoot, man, these this cake game, like, eh. but you do it. You're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna get the W's people expect. I'm gonna dub, get the W's people don't expect. Um, that's the attitude you gotta have. Yeah, no doubt. All right, man. Well, listen, we, we're we're about to close up. I always like to ask my guests. Um, before, but before they leave, nothing crazy, nothing too crazy. Um, just number one, where, where they can connect with you. You know what I'm saying? Because um, this is definitely, the show is all about each one, teach one, and we're stronger together. Um, so we love to connect with each other and just keep the hustle fam tight so we could always use each other to build. And then number two, just a, um, a final thought, just something you want to leave the audience with, um, whatever just comes to mind, something you want to just, just part in words. So you can start off with where people can connect with you 
and just give us your final thought and then we'll let you wrap up and get back to business. I know you got a lot of things to do today. No doubt. I appreciate it. Um, this has been a pleasure. First of all, you know, this is, I enjoy conversation. You know, I talk a lot, I ramble a lot. Um, but you know, listening is key. So I'm, I'm going to be really excited to listen to all the other episodes. I'm not going to listen to this one. I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to all the other ones first and come back to myself, but I can be reached most easily um, via LinkedIn. And once you get me on LinkedIn, we can exchange emails and stuff like that. That's kind of how we, we connected. Right. Um, so my LinkedIn is just my first name, last name. Um, I'm sure you can help people find that. Uh, there's not that many AOI polls in this world. Um, and then the one thing that I guess I, I'd want people to to leave people with here is that, you know, take action and have your voice heard. If you do that in business, you'll be good. If you do that socially, you'll be good. Um, I think right now, because of what's going on, a lot of people are taking action um, socially. And we've seen a whole lot of change, more change than I think we've seen you know, since 1960s until now, right? Um, and it just happens to be after a spark plug, everyone's like enough's enough and they're loud taking actions and demanding change and do that. In business, take action to educate yourself, find your mentors, find what you wanna do, see what works, what doesn't work. And then once you do that, stick with it and keep going. And if it fails, you do it again. If it fails again, you do it again. Again, at some point, is going to work. And the third, after three failures, you're a lot stronger than your first failure. So when it does hit, you're going to be bigger, better. And you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's life. No doubt. Ayo, Ekpo, thank you so much for joining us today on Truck and Hustle, man. I really, really appreciate you taking the time, man. Your wealth of knowledge. I wish you continued success. Um, I know you're going places, man. And, and I just want to definitely stay connected with you. We'll keep on building. Um, outside of this, you're a part of the Hustle fam now. And um, everybody, make sure you connect with AO on LinkedIn um, and just show them some love. Give them a shout. Let them know you heard the show. And um, that's it, man. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been my pleasure, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk after this. All Stay right, blessed. my brother. Thank you so much. Take care. Peace, brother. Later. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.